Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is Wednesday. It is health and nutrition and mind and everything in between with Beth. How are you, Beth? Hi, I'm good, Mary. I almost said good morning. It is not morning where I am anymore. But I am, my mind is clearly still there. Well, we have listeners in Australia, so over there, they're getting ready. They're going to bed, getting up. (laughs) Well, then I'm ready for them. Um, This is what's right in front of me. (laughs) It is. That time, well, I shouldn't even say that time of year because so often I like, I find myself in a space where all of the days blend together and time blends together and I don't really know where I am. I'm just moving forward. And then it's like a week before Christmas and you realize you're missing like half the stuff you need. Uh, or is that see, only happen to me? when it comes to Christmas specific, I am already done. I'll, I'll use to be I'll like that, and I'll be got opinions. What? <laughs> I used to be like that, and now they've got, you know, opinions, and they change on a daily basis on what we like and what we don't like. Ah, uh, yes. That does make it more difficult. It's, uh, they know. That's the thing is they know that I do it early and I'm done. So, you know, when we get up to about like, I don't know, it's partway through November, they are aware that they have to stop asking for things um, because usually I try to do it all like, it sounds stereotypical, but I try to do it all the weekend after Thanksgiving and just my friend and I turn it into like a big kind of event type thing for the two of us to go do together and then it's over. Yeah, and I started doing that and then I'd wrap them and I made the mistake of I'd wrap them and then I forget what I buy oh. them. Yeah, nothing's wrapped. It's all in my closet under a blanket. They even know where it is and they know that if they look at it, I will throw them all away. <laughs> so. And that, um, 
don't think my daughter remembers it, but my son once years ago was throwing a tantrum. And I said, if you throw your toys, I'm going to throw that. Whatever you throw, I will throw away because clearly it doesn't mean that much to you. And I followed through and threw things away. And he still remembers it. Minimally, this is like four years ago. Um, and he still remembers it. Four, yeah, like three or four years ago. It was very impactful. Uh, but then they talk about like it happened yesterday. For sure. It's like, and he's telling his sister, he's like, she really will throw it out too. And uh, then my daughter is like, oh, right, okay. And like, like learning through the trickle down from her brother. That mommy really will get rid of your presence. And then the next question is like, okay, well then does that mean like I get something different? And I'm like, no, it means, it means you're done. Next year. I don't know. It works for us, I guess. Oh, isn't it great? Uh, they can remember the, the dumb things like that, but they forget, like, the important things that they're supposed to remember. <laughs> like, the bro- like, like the daily task, like making their bed. <laughs> getting, getting the clothes in the laundry box, I'm not, not next that, Okay, so... <laughs> the laundry basket thing. My son wants a laundry basket in his room, and the rooms are not big in my house. So, like, could he have one? Yes, but then there's going to be like less room to play. There's also a laundry chute in the hallway outside of his door. <laughs> so I'm like, just pick it down the laundry chute. You don't even have to bend over and pick it up if you can do it all with your foot. So, yeah. See, I want one of yeah, those. I'm afraid they're going to figure out how to crawl in it and use it to fly. <laughs> oh, so um, ours is not big enough for a person to fit through. Like, like the way that the door hinges open prevents you from having access to, like, the full width of the laundry chute. Like, so you could never get your body through an opening, basically. Like, cat your shoulders would always be too wide. The cat could definitely fit in it. We would That's always throw stuffed animals down. My kids do love, like, somebody goes in the basement, somebody is in the hallway, and, like, you throw things down. Or you just, like, talk through it. Um, <laughs> that's always really fun. But, uh, thank God they don't listen to this. They have not tried to put the cat down it. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> but, uh, uh. yeah, stuff the animals, toys. I drew the line at Hot Wheels cars because those come in real hot and heavy and can hurt somebody. <laughs> uh, adventure. Oh, um, never a dull moment today. No, never, never. Um, yeah, especially running your own business and having children. There's literally never a dull moment. 
I somebody somebody said to me, I think it was yesterday. Um, because they're like, "Well, where are your kids?" I'm like, "They're at school." They're like, "Oh, that's great. You have time for yourself." I'm like, "I'm working." It's like, does that count as time to myself if I'm working? And they were just like, oh, "Yeah, I guess not." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not." These things are not the same. Just because they're not here doesn't mean that I'm relaxing. <laughs> oh, I thought a very timely topic for today would be um, stress and weight gain or not even gain, but just like not being able to lose. Um just because this is a time of year that has added stress to it, um, good or bad, right? Like, good, fun things can still add some stress. I mean, wedding planning always comes to mind. But, like, any big party planning can bring an element of stress, even if the outcome is going to be well, fun. Uh, but all of that But you also got, changes. you know, the cold weather and the snow, so you can't be outside. So you're cooped up with your family in a house as opposed to shoving them out the door, <laughs> which adds to the stress. They still, they still get shoved out the door. Um, arguably, it's easier to get them to go outside when there's snow out there. I don't fully understand it. But I really, like, when it's hot enough to have, like, the slip and slide out, that's really easy to get them outside. And then when there's snow, like that fine line where there's snow outside, but it's not like low zero, then it's easy to get them outside. But yes, there's a lot more time inside. You realize how small your house is. Um, even though when you bought it, it seemed like an appropriate amount of square footage. It's, um, it is a difficult time of year. If you're around other people that you normally may not be around, like other family members. Yeah, laying in a little room and she, she's laying on her back and she won't move. That helps. Oh, I think that's background. I thought it was somebody asking a question. No, I'm sorry. Ron, um, Ron just walked by. He's on the phone. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I think like, I hate that Ron's um, voice. And I'm just, but I don't think that that's for this. Um, I yeah, guess so I can't zoom door. Oh, okay. It's, um, it's a time of year that brings different challenges. And I feel like, I don't know, I guess some people do a lot of of hosting and parties and things during the summer too, but it's just more universal this time of year. And so that stress, good or bad, changes how our body actually reacts to food. And so um, usually during this time when I'm talking with clients, I tell them all I'm really looking for is weight stability. Like if you're able to lose during this time, incredible, but if you can at least stay stable and not gain anything, like that deserves to be celebrated uh, because there are so many more factors happening. Um, 
um, that are beyond our control, right? We can only control ourselves. Um, so what happens when your body's stressed? It changes your, like, where your nervous system is acting from. Um, so instead of being in that, like, parasympathetic rest and digest, you go into more of a sympathetic, uh, autonomic nervous system of, like, it's fight or flight, but it doesn't always necessarily feel that bad, um, but you are functioning more from that portion. And as part of that, it your body is in more of a state to store energy. So what we see as weight gain and added fat mass, but you're, you're programmed to stay alive, right? And so part of that um, is storing extra calories, extra energy, Okay. Um, because it's, it's preparing to, okay, are we going to have to, like, fun? Are we going to have to react to the stress in some sort of, like, physical way and need more energy to do that? Um, and it, it doesn't recognize the difference between, like, no, this is just a little bit of emotional stress. It's going to pass. Um, it all seems the same to your body kind of boils it all down into just a bucket of this is stress, this is how I'm reacting. Um, no, who knows? Maybe one day that won't happen anymore and we'll sort of lose that very primitive um, like survival mechanism, but I mean, we're never going to be around to see that. Um, but while we're waiting for our uh, stress response to adapt, you can you can help yourself, and I find this is something that came up a lot yesterday when I was talking with clients of like you know some of our conversations didn't really involve food or food choices at all, but was more about um, like stress management and mindfulness to help with getting back into that parasympathetic state, that rest and digest so that you can you know, digest and process your food a little bit differently and for less of it. Um, and so this is where, um, like I was saying, like mindfulness comes in, right, which looks different for everybody. Um, you know, taking a few minutes to wind down before bed instead of thinking that you can just turn it off with a light switch. Um, and that winding down yesterday I was like I don't really care what you do it could be journaling it might be some meditation it might be some yoga um I had one client who had a hot tub so I'm like get in there for 10 minutes like something where it's really letting you drop into that relaxation you're not planning anything you're not working on anything or you can focus on your breathing and really drop into that relaxation um Personally, I like either a short like yoga sequence or a guided meditation, something where somebody else is telling me what to do and I don't have to come up with it is usually what mine needs to include. I guess if it was like a journal with prompts, 
maybe, but definitely like the guided meditation or the yoga. I just go on YouTube, right? It's not, it tends to make things a lot harder than they need to be. There's so many free resources out there um, we can just use. And it can be the same one, right? There's nothing wrong with doing like the same yoga sequence or the same meditation for a few nights or more than a few nights in a row. How do you know that it works for you? It's just like, it's that we have to have constant variety, and it's not necessarily true. just creating added pressure for ourselves that we don't need. Um, so when part of that stress response too is, and you'll hear things like hormone balancing or I feel like it's a big trendy phrase right now or um, like stress hormones and things like this. So your body has, well, like female, women have that, like, and a monthly hormone cycle, but everybody has, like, a daily hormone cycle that their body runs through that kind of helps you figure out when to wake up, when to go to sleep, um, and things like that. And it's, so you need some of those hormones, and specifically what usually gets mentioned is cortisol. And you need some. It helps your body run. And it's when you have too much of it that you're also pushed over into that state as part of that, like, fight-or-flight response and pushes you into storing more of that energy, So, which we perceive as, like, increased weight and fat mass. Um, so there is, like... There are hormone changes when you are stressed, um, and that is one of them, right? Change in your cortisol level, and that is what typically changes um, uh, either weight gain or, or the inability to get any of the weight off, but also where you gain it, too, um, which I always think is really interesting. Where you store it can change and kind of give me or whoever, like, an indication of what's really going on behind the weight gain, right? So, um, typically, you gain weight, like, either, I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, you think it to be, like, an apple-shaped or a pear-shaped body. Um, and pear-shaped is specifically for women. Uh, men don't really do, can't do this. It, but you're stored... You have the, the excess fat is stored primarily around, um, like, your hips, right? So it gives your body a little bit more of that pear shape where it's bottom heavy. Um, or an apple, which is waking in the middle. Or um, really no shape for this, but, like, waking all over, where you're gaining it pretty evenly. Um, it's not really in, like, a specific region, uh, things like that. So... When it's stress weight gain specifically, it is very, very much that, like, spare tire look um, where it's, like, right around the waistline. Um, and this is also used – it can also be an indication of, like, 
more fat accumulation around your organ versus that all over fat accumulation where you're you're also storing it subcutaneously, so like directly below your skin, as well as well as around your organs. Um, and that fat around your organs is when you hear like, oh, well, weight makes it harder for everything else to work, like all your other organs to work. This is is the why behind it, because if you've got extra fat literally surrounding your organs, I don't know, visually pick an organ and picture like a tiny blanket over it, it just makes it harder for it to do its thing. Um, so for like your heart to contract because it has to work against that little blanket um, is a good sort of visual of what that would be like. And so that spare tire middle weight gain is usually indicates stress as well as um, visceral fat, so the fat around, increased fat around your organs. And um, most dangerous kind. That's fun. Part of why stress is so bad for you. It's not, it's, it's interesting too because it's not something that you can go to the doctor and take a pill for. It's something that you actually have to have like a lifestyle change for. Um, And that's harder. It's harder and takes more work and takes constant work as opposed to, um, you know, seeing that you have high blood pressure and then taking blood pressure medication, which blood pressure can go high for all kinds of reasons. But stress and extra weight, so added stress on your heart specifically, um, definitely can lead to high blood pressure. And it's interesting when I used to work with the weight loss surgeon, um, that was one of the first medications that we saw people come off of. Sometimes they didn't even need it when they left the hospital, so like two days later, um, was that blood pressure medication because even the not little kind of subjective, but the small amount of weight in compared to how much they had to lose that they lost in those first few days or first few weeks, that was enough to make an impact on their blood pressure. Um, so enough to take some of the stress off and allow that one organ to work a little bit easier, not have as much of a hard time. Um, I had somebody who, you know, you know, a lot of us have like the Apple Watches or Fitbits and things now, um, and we can see our heart rate all the time. It's pretty accurate. And I had somebody who noticed that their heart rate was a lot lower than it normally was, not on any kind of medication for it, and went to a cardiologist just to get it checked because it was different. But they had also been working on weight loss and had lost, I think at that point, almost 100 pounds. The cardiologist was like, your, your heart is in amazing shape. And his, the cardiologist theory was that their heart had always been in this amazing shape but had to work so much harder before. Um, and now that it wasn't having to work as hard, it was, like, better reflected in this 
lower heart rate, a heart rate that was like very much on the low end of, yeah. of normal, but very efficient. It was super cool to see. Um, yeah, I'll pause there for a second, mostly because I need to sip of tea. You know, you talk about how, you know, to change like cortisol levels and stress, there's no quick fix. There's no magic pill. But if you watch TV, there's companies like Relicor that tell you if you take this pill, you can lose this weight due to stress, especially in females. Uh, Sure. It's, oh, a belly fat pill. Oh, I can't wait. We're coming into the season where these will be everywhere. It's that week between Christmas and New Year's where it will start, and you'll see. I love that you see all of these because, like, none of my algorithms ever bring this up. (laughs) Because it's just not on, never something that I would look into, right? Um, So I have to rely on other people to see it and mention them. Like GAC. (laughs) It's like the new version of Hallmark. Oh, Okay, okay. And these commercials are on there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Definitely know their audience, then. So, <laughs> it's, it's marketing. Um, you can, all right. So, this is like the fine line with supplements. There are definitely some that make a difference, right? And then, but it's very, very individualized, right? Because what works for me doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. So, because my my stress level, my reasons for stress, all of that is potentially different than somebody else's, or my reason for like like weight gain or like on inability to lose weight is different than somebody else's. And there's so many factors that come into it. Um, I, so there are, um, like a, there's, the classification is adaptogens. And so there are these herbs that have been used um, in, like, other kinds of traditional medicines, so either, like, traditional Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic medicine um, to help with stress levels. It is it's effective in the right setting. However, it's not, it's not a long-term fix, right? It's like a Band-Aid. Band-Aids are very effective and important. However, you still need to make sure that your skin heals. You can't just wear a Band-Aid forever. Um, we, could, we could go pretty far with that metaphor because then eventually you end up with, like, scrapes <laughs> and breakdown around the Band-Aid. Um, the band-aid grows into your body. So, I mean, gross. I mean, I guess if you use the same one. So like looking at this, this, what is it called? Relicor? It's, um, it's pretty much a B vitamin with C complex. Um, with magnesium and zinc, and then some 
you got to always be careful when it says proprietary blend. That pretty much just indicates that you should probably put it back. Um, but their proprietary blend, if you will, is um, a blend of some different, like, extracts and roots and things. And honestly, none of these jump out at me as things that I've seen used for stress. I mean, magnesium certainly can be, but again, you have to be careful because it's also a laxative, so can in fact take too much um it doesn't take too it doesn't take a lot to take too much either <laughs> um and then suddenly you have a new stressor oh. it's and you need b vitamins so in their marketing they probably say something about like increased metabolism or energy yeah increased energy um yeah, because B12 specifically helps your body turn food into energy, so metabolism. Okay. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that more is better, and B12 is something that if you take too much of it, you just pee out the extra. It's water-soluble, so it's, it's safer um, to, like, megadose, right, to take way more than you need. What is the uh, like this give me a 417%. What was that? Sorry, I thought I was muted. I was yelling at the kids to take the dog out. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, so those, those water-soluble vitamins, you see it and you're like, oh, wow, I'm getting like 400% of what I need. This must be amazing. And so I'm like, Really, I mean, if it's, if it's more than you need, especially all at once, um, you're definitely not going to use the extra. Uh, and a lot of this, unless you're on a restrictive diet, it's going to get through your food. Um, so unless you truly have a deficiency for some reason, or like I said, a restrictive diet for whatever reason, you're probably going to get it. So, like, one of the big instances with, like, B12 supplementation is somebody who's had six certain ty types of surgery on their GI system. So, stomach, intestines, wherever it might – there's certain locations that are more impacted. But they will always need a B12 supplement because their body is no longer good at absorbing B12. Um, you've cut out some of the specific spots that absorb it. So, they'll always need extra because their body – needs more opportunity to absorb it, more or less. Um, for people that restrictive diet, so especially vegetarians and vegans um, who aren't eating meat, which is our primary source of B12, they would need to supplement. Otherwise, they'll end up with a deficiency. So, um, you either supplement beforehand or you end up getting your blood work done at the doctor and they tell you to supplement. Um, yeah. So, it, it, again, it's always a case-by-case -case basis, and there's never going to be a pill that's right for everybody to take. Um, yeah. It's like, right, you're not going to take a medication because somebody else feels great on it. Like, their reason for taking it, the reason you don't feel good could be completely different. That's why I'm always leery about 
you know, um, taking too many um, vitamins in case your body doesn't need it, you know, and that just, um, you know, without, and some of the, you know, herbs and things, um, you don't know if you're getting the same potency every time and, you know, if it's too too much, too little, or if you need it at all, you know, so I'm always kind of leery about, you know, um, you know, too many, too many um, um, kind of un, un, unusual ones, if, if that. You know, I do take a daily vitamin, um, but it really is just very basic. It's, you know, but just to take too much of any one thing just always makes me a little nervous. Yeah, and, and there are some where can have too much and it's going to cause a problem like the magnesium, right? Um, or um, I think that's the one that comes to mind the most. I mean, you can get like vitamin A toxicity if you eat too, or not eat, but like take too much of it. Um, and that's where you got to be careful, especially when you get into taking multiple supplements to see how much do they overlap. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, right, when we're buying it just based on the marketing principles, a lot of them overlap. Like if you go in and you're like, okay, I'm stressed, what should I take? Right, you might end up with like three different like kind of stress or immune boosting um, whatever supplements, but it might overlap a bunch, and so you get way more than you need of certain things, and it's just either dangerous or a waste. Years ago, we had a, a friend acquaintance. Well, his father was on this kick of eating um, a, a puree of carrot juice. He drank carrot juice constantly. His skin turned orange. It was bizarre. Oh yeah. And yeah. It, but he was, it was like uh, he was like a. hooked on it. Yeah, and that's, that's dangerous. Why I don't, I don't you can see broccoli. that building up in his body. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just. Um, I, because somebody had told him that it was good for him, but of course he went kind of overboard. I I think. I mean, I only met him once, but his his skin was orange, and it was just kind yeah. of bizarre. And that can happen. Yeah, yeah. it's the um, it's the beta carotene, which is the precursor to the vitamin A, and then when it builds up too much in your body, and you can do that with any orange vegetable, um, right? It's just, it's, it's too excess. Um, you're not going to do that if you have, like, one serving of carrots every day. You've got to have, <laughs> if he was, like, juicing them, essentially, right? That's what he was doing. So he could find, yeah, you can, he could find a way to get in enough volume. Um, it's not necessarily easy. <laughs> so he worked at it. And, yeah, it's. There's so this where there's this proprietary blend. You don't know how much is in there of any of the given supplements. Yeah. Um, the like the different like root powders and things, and one of the things with even like the adaptogenic herbs and um, 
you should know how much of it you're taking. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting because those are things that have been around for, I mean, at this point, like centuries, right? And in not Western, Western medicine, but more of the traditional either Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic, Ayurvedic medicine, um, now there are studies being done about it to show whether or not it's effective. And I mean, issues with human studies and especially something like stress where it's going to be self-reported but um, it's just interesting to watch um, things that have been around and just like I guess they've been passed down and proven through time suddenly getting the backing of actual research Um, it's kind of cool to watch but then it, I do most of my work based on what has been proven and researched. So it's kind of cool to then, like, I feel comfortable saying, okay, like, you know, adaptogenic herbs exist and you can try them to help with, um, like, stress response and that there's different, um, like, compounds and different mushrooms that can help with um, managing stress as well as like increased focus and things. Um, again, there's still small studies, so there's definitely still room for improvement in terms of building like a body of scientific evidence. Um, but that takes time. But I think it's very interesting to watch and, and learn as we go. Hello, Beth. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I've been doing some telephone errands here late while while your show got started, so I couldn't get I couldn't come on soon enough. But I wanted to say hello and uh, let you know how much we appreciate uh, what you're doing. Have you talked Have you talked to Mary today at all? I shared the news with her on to Mary this morning. That's what I meant. Wonderful. Did she share with you um, something that is in the works? Yes, sir. Um, Did I consider that you gave her an affirmative that you would like to see? I did. She did receive an affirmative answer earlier uh, that I, I am open to that. Well, great. Okay. Well, what we're talking about, everybody on the phone, Beth came to us, uh, I don't know how long ago, but recently she's become very much involved. When I say to us, I mean to the Hope Collection and the organization of what we're doing and communicating and developing ways of reaching out and helping people with real with specific help without being a doctor and, and you know, without having, you know, we, there's a fine line between recommending and diagnosing and prescriptions, you know. But what Beth has done, she is a professional, and she's proven that to us and many of the members of the board of the Hope Collection. As a result, we do have an opening on our board coming up in January, and we've asked Beth if she would consider uh, becoming a member of the board of the Hope Collection. I'm just announcing that. I know it's around 93 countries of the world going to know, but her expertise is so trusted 
by other members of the Hope Collection, and we're so grateful that Mary brought you to us. We salute her for her outreach and search, and then second of all, finding you and being able to you know, bring you, and we're now so happy. And then on top of it, your willingness to serve and be a part of the um, Optimize Your Life radio show and making that an important part, and you serve it. You do exactly what we do. Our name of our our, our byline for the Hope Collection is helping others by helping them help others. So what the advice that we she would share with you, we hope that not only will you use it, but you'll help somebody else use it. And you'll expand membership to the Hope Collection. Members, it's free. It's like getting a library card. You sign up. But in the future, there's going to be a newsletter that will be out, and you'll be able to get some more insights and things to a lot of services that the whole collection delivers. But I want to just, since Mary did chat with you, then I could say something. But I wasn't going to say anything because I wanted to give her, um, you know, she found you. She made the, the groundwork before, as we do with other board members that come board us with us. You have taken the time to set, up, sort of set yourself up. And of course, all your previous experiences and your professionalism all go into play that. So I wanted to only after I knew that you did that, then I wanted to say congratulations to her, but then thank you for willingness to do this. And uh, we'll be having that board meeting in January. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Super. Well, also, I just hope you have wonderful holidays. My phone just died. Oh, Linda's phone died. She didn't get it on the charger. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we go back and forth, but we, either one of us do this all the time. And um, I don't know what happened to my charger. It was here. Oh, we'll find it. Um, but I hope that um, your day will go forward and that uh, you find um, both value. Obviously, you're contributing to what Optimize Your Life is all about and the Hope Collection, but that you'll be able to benefit from it yourself. And uh, we have ways that you can take advantage of that will benefit your family and um, uh, be able to talk on use. And I know you have business, and we recognize that and we respect that. So we'll be talking more about that as we go along, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Super. Well, you have a good afternoon, and we'll talk to you. Will you do me a favor? Maybe you've already done it. If there's a chance that you, I don't want to, I don't want a resume, just a general outline. Uh, give us a little bit of who you are, and you know, so I can use it both to introduce you, and also uh, we can talk about maybe things that you'll talk about. It'll help us to find ways that we want to reach out to reach people and have them take advantage of what you can offer. So. You could email me that. Yeah. Uh, I would appreciate that. Or send it to Mary, and she can send it to me. So. Yeah, I'm writing myself. We're going to work on that. Otherwise, I'll forget. Is there I'm going to Yes, sir. I'm going to sit down I with do. Beth during, in the next couple of weeks to put something together to show her what we've got with the health pillar and nutrition and, you know. Great. Thank cool. you, Mary. I'm not going to throw her in the deep end. A lot of times I jump and just ask questions on the way down. 
Well, we're all working on it. It's interesting. Great. By the way, where do you live? I am in upstate New York. So I know you guys are in Buffalo, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm just outside of Albany. Are you in Hoosick Falls? <laughs> oh, I'm not that far from Albany. That's more true. Sorry. We love Saratoga. That's one of our. Oh, yeah. So that's I and am. Her, and Linda um, loves, loves Herkimer Diamond Mines. <laughs> she oh, got some yeah. poisoning almost at a stroke. And when we were there one summer, it was about 90 degrees, and we went out dug, digging for crystals. I don't know why we did it. But, anyways, it was something yeah. to do. And uh, she, got, it was, she got really. Very sick. Very sick. But uh, anyways, That's we something spent some I, time over I want to see if I can take my kids to this summer, actually, because uh, I think that they would love that. They love doing, like, the deal cracking yeah. or, like, um, that kind of stuff. So I think that they would really like that. Um, yeah. We're all cold. So, well, cool. Well, I am going to have to leave you now unless there's more things that are going. I don't, I don't want the show to end because I leave. I don't think we, no, no. so. We're, we're, we can do that. But I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Mary. Not a problem, Ron. Bye. Talk thank you. you. Guys. Bye now. You're still here, right? Yeah, I'm here. Welcome to my world. Okay. Um. um I wanted to give you an update on the meal planner and give all the listeners an update on the meal planner, um, the mindful meal planning journal that I am working on. It should actually be done this week, and I'm going to order, like, a sample of it for myself. Um, it's still up for pre-order. It's not half off anymore. That was silver. It's still up for pre-order. I'm going to hopefully, hopefully Friday or Saturday, order myself a like my first ever hard copy of it. Like it'll be paperback, not hardcover, but like actual physical copy of the journal, which I'm very excited about. There's a link to the planner in the description of the radio show. Perfect. Yeah, and it's um, it feels daunting because once I once I put in all of the sheets, it's going to be, I mean, it it'll have to be over three hundred pages, right? Because a page for planning out your whole week, and then each day has a page with tracking your food intake, and then I put in um, a little like gratitude prompt at the end of each day too to help with that, like, mindfulness aspect. So, yeah, it's going to feel a little daunting to see it all in one spot and see the full product. Um, but, yeah, that's my exciting news for the week uh, on top of on top of the um, board position. So, so many growth things that are happening. Such a good example of like, these are great things, but especially putting out this journal has 
with some stress uh, because I need to set aside time to work on it. So even though it's good um, and it has a happy outcome, it certainly still has some stress attached to it. Uh, and that's, I found that there's, like personally this year, a lot of business growth, but that has also come with its own stress and learning to reprioritize, um, which I'm not always great at. And, um, yeah, learning a lot of lessons for sure. But the key is, is learning how to deal with the the stress and the lessons and yeah, let things yep. go How that you, you can't control. And recognizing that not everything has to be done by the end of the day. That was a big one for me. I'm still working on that one. I am, in fact, only one person. It's still, oh, it's still a work in progress, but... Uh, But I find that I do better if I prioritize taking care of myself. So, like, getting enough sleep, uh, getting in a workout. Um, Especially just a day where I'm on the treadmill, I find that a lot of ideas come to me or, like, things just kind of force themselves out in my head while I'm on the treadmill. I don't know why. Or, well, I mean, I'm not going outside and going for a walk at this point in the year, but, like, same thing where, like, if I was outside going for a walk. So, it's, like, physically it's a great tool, but then also um, for business it's a good tool, too, um, because it helps me kind of think things through as I'm going. So, um, you know, kind of doing double work there, but. Yeah, I find that I am just a happier person and um, more productive if I sleep enough, drink enough water, and work out. Three things that are not necessarily always easy for me. So that's where I, I choose to kind of focus. The food, the food end of it is kind of nice because now, like, when I'm doing my meal planning for the week, I can, oh, I haven't done this in a while, but like I used to do it on like Instagram or Facebook live. So it's marketing, but it also makes me sit down and do my meal plan for the week. Um, so just finding ways to like double dip and make it work across the board for home and business um, helps make helps make things a little bit easier. Well, and the nice thing is, too, when you're doing it live, like on Instagram or Facebook or any social media, they're getting in to see that you practice what you preach. You know, a lot of coaches, and you see us a lot more on, like, Facebook than Instagram, what they practice and what they say are two completely different things. Oh my gosh, I don't think I'd be able to sleep at night. It's um so the page, like the weekly meal planning page that I put in the journal came from how I do my weekly meal plans. It's and a lot of times um like 
I just tear out a sheet of paper and do it right there. And so all I did was take that and turn it into a template. Um, so it's, yeah, it is very much taken from me practicing what I talk about and then just turning it into something that's usable by others. Uh, because, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there's something to be said for, like, integrity and authenticity. Right? No, I agree 100%. You know, now it's so hard because so many people you know, have these followers, and it turns out the person that's speaking is an AI. What? You haven't heard about that? Like, just making all of the content? There's some it's, usually it's some old guy or something like that that's creating all this content, but the person that you see is some pretty girl. Oh, because it's better for marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, to those of us that are doing it like with integrity, and it's actually us showing up as we are. And like, I haven't made any. This this podcast was also a lot of just what I need to hear for myself because I know that I have, I don't, so I don't weigh myself regularly, but I can tell that I've put on a little bit of like right around my middle. And it, I mean, I mean, it might only be like two or three pounds. I don't think it's that much because I haven't changed sizes. I can feel it. Um, so it kind of made me take a step back and say, okay, what's different? Which is where I recognize that there's like a lot of increased stress lately and I need to get back into more of my mindfulness practices and because I'm like I'm not snacking right like I didn't dip into a bunch of the Halloween candy all of a sudden or anything like that so I I think that a lot of mine as I you know critique myself I guess is is stress related and needing to increase my mindfulness see where I can streamline so it's like I don't know. The streamlining makes me so happy. I hate redundancy. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to work on. Always. Yeah, I'm in the same world. I know how you feel. Because I can figure out a way to streamline how to set up the radio shows. It'll be done that way. Oh, and have it be, like, automated? Right. Like, putting in, like, um, the descriptions and the shows, like, the general parts, as opposed to, you know, I, right now I have it all on Word, and it's, like, the general descriptions, and I add in the fine-tune for each one. But I got to go and manually yeah. set in each day, each time, each day, you know. Oh. Yeah, this is a world I know nothing about. You will soon enough. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it's coming. And it's that planning piece of it, right? So even like having the templates for you, that's the planning piece of it. Or to bring it back to food, like knowing what's coming for the week. It just that even that helps reduce the mental load and reduce the stress 
for the coming like days, week, whatever time period might be. Um, so, and sometimes it feels like you have to get real aggressive about like taking the time out of everything else to sit down and plan. But in the, in the long run, so helpful. And it does feel forced sometimes to sit and plan. I really should get back to doing it live because that was like, you know, on weeks where I didn't really feel like planning or felt like I quote unquote didn't have time, it like made me do it, right? It kind of had like that accountability factor. I got to go back to doing it too. I do live just for the fact that I overanalyze everything, overplan everything, and then I sound like one of those robots with issues because I'll start the um ums and the the blinking and so now I do only live because that way it's done. (laughs) Yeah, I just I just get on and talk. I learned I just learned that if I sit there and perfect it. I'm going to just waste my time and nothing is going to get done. So I show up messy. It makes it relatable. And then move on. So, so oh, we are almost out of time for Go ahead. Oh, yes. All right. No. So it actually feeds right in. Where people can find me, um, you can order the meal planning journal from the link in the show notes. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram, which is at Beth Wyman underscore RD, as in registered dietitian. And I also, at the beginning of this month, started a YouTube channel. Um, so that is my latest online presence venture. And I'm pretty sure that is also Beth Wyman underscore RD. Like 95% sure. Lots of places where you can find And Beth will put all the links in our Facebook group so you know where to find her. Absolutely. I did. Did you see that? I did send you administrative rights. Is that? Hang on. Let me see. Let's see. Maybe. I'll double check. It's not obviously that to you. Um, I'll host, get administrative rights. You can set up your own chats, whatever you want. Cool. Your own separate area in the group. I don't don't know. Resend it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Oh, I found it. Awesome. All right. So have a good day. Have a good night. And we'll see you back here tomorrow at noon. All right. Bye. Bye for now.